Hello, and welcome to episode two of the Made in VA podcast. I am your host, Eric Hancock, and today I have made a really short trip uh, just down the road from where I live in Mechanicsville, Virginia, to the other side of Mechanicsville, Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting here with uh, Mackenzie Payne from Max Smack. So how are you today? Hey, I'm good. Thanks for having me. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, yeah so this is the very first uh, in-person uh, and guest-based Made in VA podcast. The last one, episode one, I did by myself yep. uh, about just me and about Iman Box. So I'm really excited. Uh, congratulations for being for being guest one. Thank you. I'm honored. Oh, excellent. All yeah. right. Well, I've got uh, got some questions, some burning questions Let's that I want to get answered on on you and on Max. So, so uh, give everybody a little intro, um, just really quickly. You know, whatever kind of personal information you want to talk about, real quick. You All know, right. I guess your name height, uh, yeah. hair color, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, Mackenzie Payne. I, uh, am a pretty much Richmond native. Um, I've got three kids, a dog, some chickens in the backyard. Um, husband, I guess I should have said that first. He might get offended now. <laughs> we'll have to talk about that later. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. And started Max Mac in 2011. So, um, I've always been a product junkie, since I was like eight years old. And that's kind of, um, that and the clean lifestyle that I live is really what, uh, catapulted me into this, this industry. Cool. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. So you said you've been a Virginia native your whole life. So mm -hmm. what's, um, what's been a cool thing for you about living in Virginia? Like what's kind of the, you know, I always tell people that like history is the big thing for me. Like uh, I just have loved, yeah. you know, of course I love like the diversity that we have in like yeah. the beach, we got the mountains, we yep. got some flat land, we got some hills, we got trees, you know, we got fields. Yep. Yeah. I would have to say that that's what I was going to say is the fact that we're like an hour and a half from the beach and an hour and a half from the mountains. Mm -hmm. Um, I was out in Colorado not too long ago and, uh, somebody said to me, Oh, you've got, you guys have such sad mountains there. And I was like, so offended. I'm like, but they're beautiful and they're green yeah. and they're, you know, they're, they're nice. So yeah, you know, it doesn't compare to Colorado, but, sure. um, but it's lush here, you know, and yeah. I, I agree. I love the diversity. I think Richmond, uh, the city of Richmond in, in fact has come such a long way. Um, you know, we have the arts, we've got food, you know, all of the, all of the things that, you know, the outdoor lifestyle is, is amazing. So yep. I, uh, I really appreciate that. Yeah. I was telling, um, Two, two things that I thought about when you said that, actually, I was telling some guys that I was talking to the other day that are, that are North Carolina natives. Mm -hmm. They lived, uh, they're from uh, like Williamston, North Carolina. And uh, mm -hmm. I was telling them, I was like, man, like you guys, this is all this, this Richmond that we have now, um, as yeah. we're recording this in February of 2020, uh, is way different than the Richmond that I grew up with. Mm -hmm. It's different from the Richmond 10 years ago, different from the Richmond five years ago, you know? So, yeah. um, things are, things are booming. I feel like here yeah. and they were talking about, uh, like finding a place to live, you know, like housing is way more expensive obviously than it is, mm -hmm. uh, where they're from and things like that. So, yeah. And then, um, I was talking to a friend of mine too, that lives in Rochester, New York, mm -hmm. uh, the other day. And he was driving from Rochester to South Carolina for an event and he came down 81 and he was telling me, he goes to the mountains up there in upstate New York all the time. And he was like, man, you know, I, I never really like took the time to really set back and like enjoy Virginia's mountains. And he was like, I drove through them for three hours and he was like, I could see myself living here. He's yeah. like, I'm telling you, man, it's like, that's how much it struck me. That's, that, that's the feeling that I got. And so I thought that was pretty cool. You know, yeah. he's, I'm not really an outdoor enthusiast, I guess, but no? he, he spends a lot of time camping and things yeah. like that, going on hikes and, 
And uh, I thought that I was like, oh, okay, cool. That must be legit then. If, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get you that. on a hike. Yeah. Uh, it's something that I've been interested in. I yeah. guess I just have never, you know, I've yeah. hiked around get, like uh, Bella Isle and stuff yeah. before, but Mm-mm. we got to yeah. get you on a real hike. Okay. Yeah. I'll be down for that. Okay. Perfect. Cool. Good. <laughs> All right, so you said that you started Max Mac in 2011, mm-hmm. so that's eight years now. Yeah. Right? It's almost a decade. Yeah, man. Or nine years. I'm sorry. Nine. I'm yeah. still living in 2019. It's okay. Um, whew. So <laughs> where, so, so where did the idea strike you? Like, how did, how did you, you know, how'd you get this? It's funny. A friend of mine always reminds me, she's like, I remember that time we were in New York in that hotel and you had that little teeny tiny jar of jam. And you said, you know what? I'm just going to do this. I'm going to make the lip balm and I'm just going to do it. And so she always reminds me of that story. And that's kind of how it happened. I mean, there were a few things that really, um, you know, helped me to really take the risk and and move forward with starting a company. It didn't really start as like, oh, I'm going to make this great big company. It was more like, I'm going to make this lip balm at home with my kids and we're going to sell it outside in our yard and under a tent and on this like wagon, you know, like with vegetables. (laughs) Um, That's kind of the idea that it started with. And then it evolved from there. I mean, my personality is not like, oh, let's just settle for this. It's like, all right, let's keep going. So uh, I basically figured out some formulations and, um, um, then started hitting people's stores and said, here's my product. If you like it, give me a call, you know? Oh, really? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So you made it in the kitchen, I guess, the first, yeah. first, but so what was oh, the, yeah. the, so the lip balm was the very first thing that yeah. you, that you made. Yeah. Started with the lip balm. Um, then we did the body butter and the ultimate fix. I can't remember which one came first. I'd have to go back and look at pictures probably. Um, I might've done them all around the same time, the body butter and the, and the, the, um, ultimate fix balm. And then, um, after that, we did facial care and some more body care. So, yeah. So did you have, are you like into chemistry? Like what's <laughs> the, you know, how, how do you know? Like did you just Google what ingredients that you can put into lip balm? I, Tell me. Yeah, everyone asks me that. Yeah. On, on you going through and developing the very first thing. Yeah, um, I'm pretty much a college dropout, so I'm not a chemistry major. <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm fine with that today. Um, and most entrepreneurs uh, yeah. aren't super successful. <laughs> yeah, it, w- it really wasn't for me. Um, so, yeah, I basically just researched all of the ingredients. I read every product label I ever bought, um, whether it's food or skincare or what have you, and just started researching and playing around basically getting my hands dirty with the ingredients are actually getting them really moisturized rather but um and just really getting to know how the ingredients work together um you know with oils and um emulsifiers and waxes and things like that it was it was a cool learning learning um it's kind of a challenge yeah it was more of a challenge than I thought it would be actually just you're just self-taught yeah just learning Mm -hmm. from experience on it yeah wow Mm mm-hmm yeah. Excellent. So what was the, you know, I know most like lip balms are coming like a plastic tube. Did you just have a tin? I guess you could yeah. you know, you pour it in a tin. I guess that was probably the first. Well, I started with these little plastic containers um, because they were, I could get them kind of easily. Mm-hmm. But back then, like when I started, you couldn't get anything anywhere, really. You could get some of the ingredients at like Whole Foods or um, the local grocery, like, um, natural market, but I had to order everything off the internet, you know, 2011, we didn't have as many like stores and, and I mean, now you can go to target and get clean natural products on the shelves, but that wasn't, that wasn't wasn't like that before. So, um, 
yeah, I just started with the little plastic uh, containers. And then I started thinking about it. And not everybody wants to dip their finger into their lip balm. So I started making the, you know, the, the tubes and that made everybody's life easier. Um, but you know, I had a really good response when I first started. Um, it was really cool how people just supported me and, and were excited. I mean, now the people close to me at first thought I was crazy. I think you and I have talked about this Mm -hmm. before. Um, you know, and, and, and that's one thing that I, I always want to tell people is that in the beginning, um, a lot of times people think, oh, you're not going to make it. That's too hard. Why would you do that? Oh, it's just an expensive hobby. And, you know, you can't listen to all that. And I have the personality too, where I'm like, oh, really? Okay. I'll show you. Watch me. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, that, you know, whether that's good or bad, I mean, it's served me well in my life so far. That's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, so was the first, were you testing on friends? Were they kind of the first clients that you had? Yeah. My kids, my husband (laughs) and my friends. Yeah. Anybody really, anybody who came in the house. Hey, check this out. Yeah. What do you think? How's it smell? That's awesome. Yeah. What does it feel like? Yeah. (laughs) So did you have any success selling it on the side of the road or did you just, I never did. Once you got to that point, did you just sort of like, yeah. oh, okay, this is, I just need to go bigger. This yeah. going to work. Yeah, I never did. That never <laughs> happened. It went, it went way bigger. I just started getting into stores and, and going to farmer's markets and just, oh. you know, meeting people and talking. And I mean, you know, that's, that's how it, that's how it happened. Sure. Yeah. The yeah. power of the network is, yeah. is really big. Yeah. yeah it's cool. Yeah. It's, I guess it's helpful too, that you have a kind of a universal you know, product that everybody needs. Yeah. Right. And you know, in in 2011, there weren't, like I said before, kind of, there weren't a lot of local brands doing skincare. Um, there was Burt's Bees. That's Mm -hmm. not really local. That was nationwide. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a real inspiration for me to really, I, I liked their product. Um, but, but I kind of thought I could do something a little bit better for, you know? And so, um, I don't know, you know, I don't know what other people would think, but I wanted it a little bit, uh, I wanted my lip balm to be a little bit longer lasting and I didn't want a matte, matte kind of effect. I, sometimes I would put that on and it would like look white or mm. I'd look ghost-like. Sure. Um, so I wanted a little shinier effect. So that was kind of my goal is to do, do something better than what I already liked. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it, it was an interesting, um, an interesting journey for sure. And now, nowadays, I mean, you can get whatever you need, but in the beginning, I, I really wanted to educate people too on the importance of uni- using clean ingredients, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, I think yeah. that's one thing that unfortunately, whether it's food or skincare products or whatever gets lost in like large manufacturing, I think yeah. Burt's has probably done a really good job of keeping it cleaner mm-hmm. on a larger, even though they're manufacturing on a larger scale, but mm-hmm. you just can't, I mean, yeah. you're dealing with Oh, yeah. Target and things, the distribution, it's yeah. got to be on a truck for three months or yeah. and then it's got to sit on the shelf for another month or two sure. months. You know, you just can't. Yeah. There's it, something that's always going to be really special about small batch. Sure. You know, small handcrafted Agreed. things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so what's with the name? You know, obviously Mac <laughs> is McKenzie. So yeah. where, where did the name come from? How did you come up with that? So it's kind of funny. Um, a lot of people, gr- when I was growing up, a lot of people, especially adults would call me Mac. Um, even though my name isn't spelled with an A, um, oh, yeah. yeah, they would still call me Mac. And I had, uh, this family that I used to work, uh, w- work for and, um, 
I think he had mentioned to his wife, like, oh, is that Max Smack or something? Because I had given her a lip balm. <laughs> and um, and then I was like, oh, that's cool. And then later I was like thinking of all these names. And I was like, you know, that Max Smack, that rings nice. I like that. So I had considered changing the name once I uh, moved into more facial and body care items. But I, f- I felt like it, it stuck. Yeah, I think you it's know? good. Yeah, it's, it's unique, so, you know. You know yeah, it's, people don't really know. They'll be like, "Oh, Max Max. Oh, Mac Max Mac. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. This Max Max <laughs> reminds me of that movie. Um, step is it Step Brothers? Yeah. Pam Pam. Yeah. <laughs> you know what Can't I'm talking about? It. <laughs> is your name Pam with two M's? <laughs> Sorry. That's funny. Side note. That's okay. Funny. Yeah. No, I get that a lot of times with uh, with my business. You know, yeah. mom box. Yeah. Like, what's, a, what's a mom box? <laughs> You know, like I get, when I go to yeah. the post office every month to drop off the, um, you know, I ship out like a hundred boxes at a time. And so I fill up the trunk of the car sometimes because the mail yeah. carrier can't take everything right. that I need. Right. So I'll have to drive it up to the post office sometimes and people are looking <laughs> and they're like, what is going on here? And then actually, so people say the mom box all the time. And I did have somebody <laughs> ask me like, is it a, um, is it a subscription box for techie moms? <laughs> Cause it's EMOM. And I was like, no, but I had the weirdest one the other day. Actually, some guy came up to me and was like, he put his hands on his hips and he looked in the trunk of the car and the boxes I had were red for, for this particular month. Mm-hmm. And he was like, what's going on in here? And I was like, oh, it's a subscription box. I, I own a subscription box business and I'm just mailing them all out. And he was like, what kind of prescriptions? <laughs> Xanax? You know, and I yeah, was like, buddy, get no, in here. no, no. <laughs> That's awesome. Prescriptions. Yes. So, yeah, I was just like, yeah. You know, maybe he needs that prescription. Yeah. Well, yeah. He needs to look somewhere else. Yeah. He needs yeah. to get into fitness. That yeah. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He was like, no, I gotta. That's what I said. I was like, no, man, it's fitness. You yeah. know, subscription box. Oh, I got, I got plenty of that. I yeah. don't need any more. I don't need any more fitness. Like, okay, yeah. Go ahead, and take it. <laughs> take it. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So you, we talked about the first product that you made mm-hmm. already. So how many? Um, how many products are in your line all together now? All together now, 17. Really? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That's a 17. lot. So yeah. what's, what's the process um, for you to like from idea to conception to yeah. actual product? Like what's, walk me through that process. So we do, like I think of the ideas, um, it's not like I'm reinventing the wheel here, you know, I'm not the only one doing lip balms or, or facial care, but I do, um, really appreciate, you know, when, like for me, I take a lot of time to research and, and do a lot of product development. So I'll have an idea. I'll, you know, get in like to my shop late at night and start, you know, like, like a freaking mad scientist, sure. you know, get yeah, in. Well, that's like, what I asked you about the yeah, chemistry thing. Yeah. That's what I picture, you know, you like oh, yeah. these oils. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, whenever I'll, I'll get in, like my husband used to be like, are you going to ever come to bed? I'd be like two, three in the morning and I'm not really a night owl, but you know, when you have your mindset to something, yeah, you, get you, drive yeah, you do yeah. whatever it takes. So yeah, I'll get in and, and start messing around and then figure out the formulation, um, over, you know, a period of time. And then, um, and then we'll, uh, you know, get to making and, you know, I work with a graphic designer usually, um, but we do everything from start to finish. So, you know, we pour every, we make every single lip balm. We make every single, we, we, um, even finish each lip balm. So every lip balm that you get, like we've had our gloved hands on it and literally shaped the top of it for oh, you. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah. 
So we take a lot of, um, we pay a lot of attention to detail and take a lot of care with each, um, with each, uh, product. So we do the labeling, um, we hand label everything still, um, we manufacture everything in our shop. And then from there, um, you know, we ship it out to our wholesale. So we sell wholesale retail, um, online, and then we do events around town and, you know, around the region. Cool. So yeah. Did that, that did that answer your question? Yeah. Yeah. It did. Okay. I was just curious to know like what the process was like, do you, do you ever this, do you get like uh customers asking you like, Hey, you should make this or do you oh, really yeah. just kind of come up with everything yourself? Um, I, I love customer input and I really want to bring people what they want. Um, it's actually hilarious because everyone for a long time was like, you've got to make body scrubs. And I'm like, but you can make it yourself with sugar and salt and some olive oil or coconut oil. Like it's really easy. Just, you know, you've got everything at home. Oh, but I don't want to do it. Yeah. And then I made (laughs) this. Yeah. Right. So then I was like, all right, that's what people are asking for. I'm going to bring it to them. Yeah. And I made um, two body scrubs and the one that I thought that everyone would, would love, it was like, didn't sell well at all. And so I ended up working with um, a local roaster, Blanchard's Coffee here in town, and we make a coffee scrub. So I've kept that one on the rotation and in the line because people do like it and it's different. Sure. Um, you can go and get a lavender body scrub pretty much anywhere yeah. for, you know, a really cheap price. Yep. Uh, but I just, I always thought, I always think that's so funny. It's, it, it kind of goes along with what I was saying before. Like people are going to tell you, oh, that's too much work. It's, oh, it's this, it's not going to work. But it's like people ask you for something, you, you give it to them. They're like, oh, I, don't, I don't know if I really want that, you know? <laughs> so that's kind of been my experience. Um, but I'm always open, like, you know, I'm always open. And I also am kind of, um, I mean, I've been using products since I was young, so I kind of know what I, in a way I make for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be quite honest, I've spent all the money on all of the serums and the face washes and the masks and the, you know, peels and all of this over the years. And my skin, I'm older now and my skin has actually never been better from using the products that I created. Cool. And I don't say that like as a pat on my back, but it just goes to show that like I try to provide a product line that's affordable, but also super concentrated and it has really good results. Um, and that's all, I mean, that's pretty much what I use now. I just use all of my own products and, and my skin's the best it's ever been. That's so, awesome. yeah. So, so that's kind of like, I guess your North star for your, for your brain yeah. and your business then is just making sure that everything is up to your standards yes. that you would use yourself absolutely, uh, and, and give your family and friends uh, and you just passing it on to everybody else. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. So do you do, so are you, are the, you said in and out of the rotation, are there seasonal products that yeah. you have now? So like, does the coffee scrub come and go, or do you do stuff that's more like fall with? Not really. You know, um, pumpkin, we, you know, that's yeah, no, <laughs> I'm not into the trends, you know, it's like, I'm just going to do what's worth works, you know, yep. tried and true classic stick with what works. Um, I've done some limited edition items, uh, cool. products. Collaborations. Yeah. Oh, definitely some collaborations. That's been a lot of fun. Oh, I guess the Blanchard's thing would be. Yeah, that sure. And I did a collaboration with a good friend of mine who has an amazing candle company, Tulip and Bear. So she made some candles for us. Uh, and those were fantastic. Um, and then I've offered some, you know, different scented, not pumpkin necessarily, but like a few limited edition, like 
sun spray and um, a specific body butter, those types of things. Um, and they went over really well. And it's, you know, and some of those things that ha- that started as limited edition just fell into the line yeah. because they were so popular. Sure. Yeah. Cool. So I try to run my business in a way that um, it's smart. So I don't take a ton of crazy risks financially. Um, but, you know, it's always a risk to launch a new product because, yeah, you know, someone right. like me, I'm like a perfectionist in a way. So I want to, I know that I'm not going to please everybody and not, no one, not everyone's going to like every product that I make, yep. but the hope is that people will take to it and appreciate it and really enjoy it. And it'll help make them feel better. You know, sure. at the end of the day, it's about how we feel. Um, and if I can provide something that makes somebody feel a little bit better each day, that's, it's worth it for me. That's excellent. Yeah. And so that kind of brings me to a question that I had that I wanted to ask you, like, as long as we're on the topic of business stuff, like what's been the biggest business lesson that you've learned from, oh. from running Max? Whew. Or maybe not the biggest one. That's probably yeah. put you on the spot. What's well, no. uh, just, I don't know. I like when people ask me or like, sure. you know, like, how did you get into this? Or, you know, what, what would motivate you to keep doing this? Yeah. Like, what's that for you? Uh, do you feel like, you know, I guess like one of the biggest challenges for me was kind of doing it solo. Um, there wasn't anybody that really, when I started, I mean, even finding labels for my products, especially the lip balm, because you think about lip balm and you're putting it in and out of your pocket. You don't want the label to fade. You don't, yeah, you, you got to make sure that the, when you peel off the, the little, um, tab at the top, I forget what that's called at this moment, but when you peel it off that it doesn't leave a sticky layer of glue behind because then you've got lint all over your beautiful lip balm, right? So there's all these details that people don't think about. Sure, and something that you probably don't even think about at all. Right. It's just you have to learn from, I've got 500 of these that are messed up now. Yes, yes, yes. So um, that was kind of the biggest challenge is like working with vendors that were like, oh, I've never done this before either. Let's see. Um, And that's been really a cool um, experience. I mean, it wasn't always cool in the beginning, but I've learned everything the hard way. Um, I think, um, just because I didn't really have anybody I could bounce things off of, of like, Hey, what did you do? You know? And, um, so, and for me, you know, I like to consult with other people. There's lots of, uh, people doing things like this now. And, um, even if it's like food or or other skincare businesses, I've consulted with people too. And, you know, there's room for everybody. And I think that's one of the things, um, can be a challenge. It's also beautiful too, is remembering that we're all in this together Mm -hmm. and there's really no competition. It's like, Hey, let's, let's do this thing. Um, for me personally, I am all about like supporting my people and, and, um, you know, being in community rather than like, Oh, well now she's got this skincare company or he's doing this, you know, it's like, Hey, that's awesome. Good for you. We live in a country that we can live out our dreams, you know? And, um, so I am a big, you know, if, if somebody comes to me, like I get lit up to talk about what their business idea is. And for me, I think that's the greatest gift is being able to meet with people and meet people at my tables when they come to, you know, and just, just connect with people. Mm-hmm. That's really it for me, you cool. know? So, so so that's kind of been the, I had a question to ask you too, like what's been the most rewarding thing? It yeah. sounds like that, that, that you've answered that. It's yeah. Been that sure. connection and being able to, uh, I guess, you know, adding value is such the buzzword yeah. uh, these days, I feel like, but yeah. yeah, at the end of the day, that's what you're doing. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah. And you know, I mean, if we want to get on the topic, you know, we're all craving more connection, Sure. right? So for me, you know, if, 
in this business, you know, I will like go to Whole Foods sometimes and I'll be in the whole body area. I think they call it beauty and wellness now. And, um, you know, people will look at my products and I get to talk to them and, and I'm like, do you have any questions? And they're like, why is this woman talking to me? You? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, they're, you know, this is my product line, you know, yeah. I'm glad, do they glad have to- one of those little pictures of you. Cause like Whole sometimes. Foods has, a, cause you yeah, can hold do. it up and be like, Hey, <laughs> Hey, this is me. <laughs> this is me. Don't you have some questions for <laughs> yeah, me? Yeah. 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 That would be great. Maybe I'll ask them next time I go. That's be like, um, do you? Yeah, like some of the stuff is kind of sprinkled out. Like if it's a local, I know like uh, at the one in Short Pump that I go to the most, yeah. they have like these pallets over by the bathrooms, which yes. I think that they should probably have them somewhere else. Because, I know. Yeah. <laughs> People but, um, always send me that. Yeah. I, that's actually how I got the idea to do this podcast. I was that's actually right. there that day, one day and uh, yeah. I was like standing there looking at those pallets and I was like, man, look at all these people that have these companies yeah. sell this awesome stuff that are in Virginia. I was like got a lot of questions for them. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I can start a podcast and go ask them. <laughs> yeah. I mean that we do have so many amazing local companies, you know, yeah. and I've, I too feel like it's so important. And so I'm curious about every aspect of business. Like, how did you get started? Like yeah. where, you know, where did so you go? So yeah. So I'm really excited about this podcast to be able to learn more about all these other companies that yeah, are around sure. town Definitely. and around Virginia, because, um, you know, people work really hard, you know, they, you know, we work really hard and, and, um, and you're supporting people's livelihoods, you know, you're supporting people's families and, and not that you're not on a larger scale, but you know, I think it's important for me or it's very important for me to really support the small people, you know, and, and doing the, the, like the farmers and, um, you know, buying as local as I can and things like that. So I'm really into that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, do you use a lot of, that's kind of one of the themes that I kind of want to bring around as I do more and more of these episodes is like, do you, did you lean a lot on, on local companies to do your labeling and packaging mm-hmm. and things like that? So like, yeah. what is, what is being a business owner in Virginia or we're, we're in Hanover County, like, and, and again, close to Richmond, like, mm-hmm. what is that? How has that shaped and affected your, your business? I think like for me, people will kind of, I don't know if anybody's ever directly asked me that before, but like yeah. my thought always is, is like, it's super easy. All you got to do is go online to the <laughs> Virginia SCC website yeah. and pay them 50, 50 bucks, bucks and That's you right. got yourself an LLC. <laughs> like it can't be any easier than that. I yeah. know like in, cause I have dealt with brands all over the country. Um, mm-hmm. and I know in places, certain other places, like I know in California, for example, it's a little harder. You have to get a few more permits and things mm-hmm. like that. But mm-hmm. Virginia, I feel like just makes it, they're almost like, yeah, we want yep. you to be in business. Like, come on down. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what, what has been kind of a thing that you feel like is, has, uh, or like you think of when you think of being in business in Virginia or being in the Richmond area? Yeah, I, well, to answer your first question, I definitely have used, um, lots of local companies to do labeling and I used to buy local beeswax and things like that. So it was really kind of cool to support the local. I mean, they were supporting me, yeah. you know, and I was supporting them too. And they were helping me through the process. So well, it's easier to build relationships that way because you know, it's like you can, you can meet face to face and you can talk about things and you really get that much more personal connection. It feels less like transactional and yeah. more like a, more like a relationship. Yes. You know, so. Yeah. And I'm super into that. Um, but overall, you know, just being here in Virginia, like you said, you know, it's, it's, it's been a beautiful thing to be able to run a business here and, um, you know, uh, just 
meet new, meet people doing the same type of thing, not necessarily in skincare, but I mean, even you, like when you and I met, I mean, you know, you're doing this cool thing. Um, and being able to talk with like-minded people, sure. you know, um, the one, the, the one thing that I've noticed over the years that's been, um, kind of a downer is, I mean, in a way it's beautiful. Like I said, you can start a company here for 50 bucks and do your thing. Yep. Um, but it's been amazing to me how many businesses start and then close after a year or two, Yeah, you know, and that's been, that's pretty sad to see. It is. And in a way it's like, wow, at least you had the opportunity to try to live out your dream. And, you know, and a lot of people are like, yeah, it just didn't work. So, um, and I think that you have that anywhere, but just having the opportunity I think is important. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of a thing I've noticed a trend that lots of people will pop up and then kind of fade, fade away, away quick. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's one thing um, you said earlier talking about how I want everybody to be better. I have uh, someone said uh, this, and I don't really exactly remember what the context was, but mm -hmm. a rising tide raises all ships. Mm. Um, and I throw yes. that out all the time. Yes, um, it yeah, is. I feel like it's really true. Yep. Um, and then in terms of, you know, like we were talking about with the relationship stuff, like it was super easy for me. Like I had this crazy idea for my brand that I mm -hmm. wanted to add some, some health or skincare, like, uh, products that were clean that I really enjoyed that mm -hmm. I can't get anymore. And I, I, to be honest with you, if you weren't so easily accessible and just right down the road, like yeah. I probably just would have trashed the idea because I felt uh. like I could reach out to you. We met that day. Yeah. We built a relationship. I trusted you, mm -hmm. you know, that I know that you're going to try to work as hard as you can for me to help this mm -hmm. succeed. Sure. Um, and that made all the difference in the world for me. So, awesome. you know, I'm yeah. super excited about, yeah. about our collaboration. Stay tuned. Yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, um, I, I love that saying, I actually have never heard it about the ships in the rising tide mm -hmm. and, and raises everybody up, but it's so true, you know, um, you know, if we all lived that way to be here to support each other and, and raise each other up. I mean, and that's what I, I, I actually talk to my kids about that all the time. I was telling them yesterday, you know, we're all here to carry each other, you know, there, you know, and, and I think, you know, getting into like, you know, a different, you know, realm here, but, you know, a lot of people have too much, you know, ego or, or pain or whatever mm -hmm. that doesn't allow them to support, but rather tear down. Sure. Um, and you know, I don't know if you found that in your business, but I think in any business you're going to have that, but it would be really cool if everyone just was like, Hey, let's do this thing together. Yep. We're, we're here to, to support each other. And, yeah. and I think there's so many, um, businesses and business owners and communities that are full of love and full of support. And, and I feel fortunate to be, you know, involved in that type of community here. Um, so yeah, and I've, I've loved, I love working with you and, and love that we like figured out that we we're basically, um, known each other when we were children, but yeah, pr yeah, pretty yeah. much didn't realize it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think there's a whole lot of connection there. Um, but yeah, it, it'll be this, this whole new thing that you've got going on with Imam boxes. It's going to be fun. Excellent. Or it, it's already fun. Yeah, it is. It yeah. is already fun. And it's, yeah. uh, it's funny that as you're saying that, like I kind of think of something, um, <clears throat> I listen to Gary V yeah. quite often. And I think you and I conversated about it a little bit the first time that we met, um, to talk about the, uh, the collaboration thing we're doing. But, uh, he has, he says a lot of things, of course, you know, and a lot of people agree, disagree, whatever. But one yeah. thing he says that I've kind of uh, adopted is don't let the highs get you too high. Mm -hmm. and don't let the lows get you too low. And I kind of suffered from that a lot at first in my businesses. Like I would get, for the most part, everybody's been really receptive. Mm -hmm. um, 
my subscription box company is still very small relative to others and my niche of CrossFit or fitness. And then as opposed to like a birch box or bark box is just not even in the same mm-hmm. universe. Yet. As me. It will <laughs> Yet. be. <laughs> yeah. So whenever I would get like a positive comment or five star review, you know, <laughs> it'd be like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. But then when somebody would reach out and be like, yeah, you know, I really didn't like this box this <laughs> month. You know, you didn't do a very good job. Like oh, it would devastate crush. me for like a week. Right. Um, and it's not that I don't care. I appreciate every single bit of feedback because that's yep. how you get better. Yeah. But I don't really let it affect me as like emotionally mm-hmm. as I used to, you know, like I try to just, you know, stay like, okay, well, this is validation that I'm doing like what I need to do for my customers. So I'm just going to keep on keeping on, keep on always constantly trying to improve. But then if somebody, you know, cause a lot of times somebody could just be having a bad day or whatever. Oh, like yeah. you just hit them at the wrong time and then, they, right. you know, and then there are people that you're never going to please no matter what you do. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's true. And, and, and that's again, just like you said, the great thing about living in America mm-hmm. is uh, <laughs> you can buy whatever product you want to yeah. suit your needs. And there's yeah. tons of off- offerings and, and yeah. things like that out there. Yeah. So that's what, yeah, I'm just like, I'm, you know, I'm very sorry uh, yeah. if I didn't meet your expectations. I'd love a chance to make it up to you. But if not, you know, then, uh, there's definitely lots of other companies out there that can, uh, that can suit your needs, I'm sure. Yeah. And I think, you know, everyone struggles with that, whether they run a business or they're on social media, you know, we always tend to hang on to that negative comment. And, and I think the healthier we get, you know, the more, you know, leveled out we are, the more we we don't really have to hang on to that as long, you know, we realize, you know what? And I think, I don't know if that comes with like wisdom and age or just, you know, health. I'm not sure. Um, but just knowing that like, regardless of whatever people say, like, you know, it's okay. It's just, you know, we don't have to hang on so tight to it, you know? And I think when I was younger too, um, and when I first started the business, you know, I mean, I, I, you know, I've had a couple of people just kind of, you know, Ooh, I mean, it would, it would tear me up. And now I'm like, you know, I'm not, I'm not for everybody, me Mm -hmm. personally. Um, and my business, like not, you know, and, and like I said, you just don't have to hold on so tight and that's the gift, you know, whether you're in business or whether you're just, you know, whatever it is that you're doing. Um, but I feel like this day and age, uh, with social media and all of that, uh, there's a lot more of, of, um, those low lows and those high highs, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. it, it's kind of how the brain works. I think when yeah. we're looking at that sort of technology. So is there anything else in your life that you feel like has helped, uh, to kind of foster that mentality and that level of confidence, uh, in yourself? I know you're a yoga yeah. instructor, Yeah, you know, you've, are you still, do you still do CrossFit at all? I know that no, you, no, I don't. I know you teach at a CrossFit I do. Gym. Yeah, I yeah. teach yoga at a CrossFit gym. Um, my body was saying, no more CrossFit, <laughs> no more. And I didn't do it for that long, sure. but um, but my body was, was done with that. Um, and I was also a little fearful um, of, you know, going, you know, getting hurt or, you know, I know people say that, but... Um, you know, it, it was fun while it lasted. Sure. So, uh, just like we were talking about, it's, you know, that is not for everybody. Right. Like, you know. So yeah. yeah. I loved it. I was like, I'm going to get ripped. And so I started going to a CrossFit gym <laughs> and I got ripped and I was like always so sore and like my shoulders were always like having issues, you know, and not, you know, just because my body was like, ah, I don't think so. Not sure. right now. Yep. You're done with that. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, yoga has helped me. Um you know, I'm always, always exploring, um, 
new ways to become a healthier, better human being. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been doing that probably for 16 years, just trying to be the best that I can be every day. Um, I read a lot of books. I listen, I guess I listen to some podcasts now, but I'm always on the trying to seek that higher level of consciousness. So um, w- whether it's through yoga or exercise or running or, you know, prayer meditation, that sort of thing, um, that's kind of the way that I live my life. And I just try to do the right thing every day. And I think too, in life, um, what I've found is the more confidence you have, the less fear you have. Mm -hmm. And so doing things that make you feel more confident, um, whether it's like, you know, well, I don't really feel like going to the gym today. I don't really want to go to that yoga class. Well, how are you going to feel tomorrow? if you don't go to that gym or yoga class, like, you know, so one of the things I I heard, um, recently was, you know, think about tomorrow when you're making your decisions today, which in a way it's like counterintuitive because we're supposed to be here now, right? Live in the moment. (laughs) But if you think about it, you know, if you're making good choices today, you're going to want to make good choices tomorrow, you know, because you feel better. You know, and so for me, it's, it's really kind of living that mindset of like, and I know a lot of athletes have that mindset of like, you just got to work no matter what, you know, you got to get up and do what you don't feel like doing in order to succeed. And I think for me, I can, I do that with, um, just trying to be a kind, gentler human, Yep. you know? Yeah. Um, on one of my other podcasts, I was talking to, so I interview a lot of high level athletes on that show mm-hmm. and we were talking about confidence the other day and I mm-hmm. was like, you know what? Confidence is a performance enhancing drug. Yeah, you know, you, absolutely. It's insane what your mental state and like yeah. believing that you can or knowing that you can do something can do for you. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I feel like it's kind of gone along. You can apply that to everything in life, your business, yep. you know, your fitness endeavors. Yeah. If you, if you want to. Um, sure. Yeah. It's, it's huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree. And, and just remembering that, um, you know, we're not the stories that we tell ourselves we are and trying to believe in ourselves regardless of what the outside world is telling us. And sure. like, kind of, we started with that of like, you know, and people are like, Hey man, I'm not sure if you're going to make it, you know, <laughs> what, what's that idea? You yep. know, you can't really listen if you feel it in your heart and you feel that you have the motivation and the inspiration and, you know, you can take the action because we know that, you know, hope has no strat- strategy, right? Sure. So um, taking the, the next step and taking the action, you know, you can do pretty much whatever you want. You just have to, like, find the resources to make it happen. Cool. Yeah. Well, uh, that made me think of something else. You know, this is another thing that I listen. I listen to a ton of podcasts because uh-huh. uh, I drive a lot. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of really what I primarily do is listen to that and it kind of drives me crazy sometimes because everybody's always like talking about reading and stuff. And like, I enjoy reading, but I don't read as much as uh, other people do. But okay. everybody's always like, what is a book that you recommend? Yeah. But I have gotten some really, really good book recommendations. I podcasts. bet. Yeah. So what's yours? Oh, geez. <laughs> um, Man, I read a lot of self-help book uh, books. Um, I love Brene Brown. She's got a bunch of books, Braving the Wilderness. Um, I like uh, Eckhart Tolle. Um, his latest, I've, I've, his latest book book is um, A New Earth, I believe. Um, and but all of his books are good. Uh, there's oh gosh, I forgot what it's called. The spirituality of imperfection. Um, so I kind of I'm on that kind of train. Um, but 
I also love a good memoir, so any memoirs. But I would say, like, get in with Brene Brown, Eckhart Tolle, if you're into really enhancing your, um, enhancing your like psychological health. Your, you know, I mean, because when your your mindset is good, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, you makes can, all the difference. yeah, like yeah. you said. So I'm sure when we get off this, I'll be like, oh, why didn't I say that's my yeah. favorite book? You know, <laughs> but you know, you can start there. Yep. So I'll yeah. let you, that's what's that's what's the great thing about the podcast. You got to put your guest on the spot. That's right. Then you get the real answer. Right. right get sweaty palms. Oh my God. I don't know. I've never read before. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, there's one that I always think back to, and I don't know, it might not interest you because of the books that you recommended. <laughs> I, I was so enthralled by this book and so captivated by it. It's probably the first book since I read the very first Harry Potter book when uh-huh. I was like 11 yeah. that I just could not put down. Yeah. Um, it's called Never Split the Difference. And oh. it's by, uh, I think his name is Chris. I can't think of his last name. I can see his face now. But uh, anyways, he was like a uh, an FBI um, hostage negotiator. He was oh, like wow. the number one guy for the FBI or the CIA, one of the two, mm-hmm. um, for, for, for like 20-some years. And he... <laughs> would do like international hostage negotiations, bank robbery stuff. Um, and he kind of like teaches you, I guess, like how language and like body language and stuff works to read people and negotiate. And it, I, I got it on like a Thursday and I had finished it reading it by Saturday morning already because I just could not put it down. He has so many cool stories in there. And you can kind of like, I guess I read more business related books now. My favorite business book, yes. Let My People Go Surfing by Yvonne Chouinard. Ah, yeah, did yeah, I tell yeah. you, you that when we met? Okay, you see, sure did. Yep. see, I knew yep. I was going to remember one, but I interrupted you. I apologize. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, 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 that's fine. That's I guess a good per- that personal and business book. We've yeah. got both of them in. Yeah, I guess that's kind of a direction I'm like with this podcast, like because yeah. I'm so interested in like the business aspect because I'm a business owner myself, yeah. but then I'm also interested in the personal thing. So, sure. you well, know, I'd like. Hopefully we've done a good job of merging those yeah. two, interweaving those two together uh, today, because that's really, that's really the goal is to sure. tell stories, but yeah. tell them, you know, I want to get different spectrum stories too. Yeah. So, you know, all the way around. And I think too, like, I know for me, like my business is a representation of me and yes. like what I like. And I think that most, uh, most businesses are that way. Sure. Um, if it's, you know, if you, for me personally, when I find businesses and it's not, it's not very frequently where you find people where it's like, wow, you have this amazing product. And then it's like, oh wow, but you don't live that kind of lifestyle at all. It's like completely <laughs> opposite. You're like, huh? Yeah. So I feel like, you know, you're right. Like personal and business, they are so intertwined because it is kind of a, you know, a shoot off of, of who you are and what you stand for. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, sure. Yeah. And so that brings up a good question that I'd like to ask you. Um, so you are the face of your brand pretty mm-hmm. much like you go to the website and there's your picture there. Um, and you've got your signature on the bottom on the about you mm-hmm. know statement and stuff like that. So how, how has it been? What it's, what has it been like for you to be the face of your brand? And has there been any kind of like overcome, have you had to overcome anything to be able to be comfortable oh, doing wow. that? Has it been that way from the start? I guess it has been because you had such, you know, I guess we can say humble roots. Yeah. Um, you just started making this stuff and it, you know, it took off. <laughs> yeah. So has it just kind of evolved and you haven't really thought about it or, you know, um, what's, I mean, 
I guess just, you know, being the face is, it's always been pretty great. I mean, I've had a really good response and, um, lots of support. Uh, there is like, you know, a couple of haters on Instagram before have said some negative things, but you know, you're going to have that everywhere. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and like we said, like, oh, I don't really hold on to it, you uh, know, hold whatever. on to it for like an hour now, maybe as opposed yeah. to a week. Um, but it, it, it's actually been like maybe two people in the last nine years. So it's really not a lot. Um, but overall it's been, um, I don't know it any other way. You know, so it's always been me. I mean, I have people that work with me too. um, But for, you know, I am the face and it's just, uh, it's been, it's been an easy journey. I mean, I I say that, I mean, I kind of forget about what it, you know, like how much work you put in, in the beginning, like you said, like, do you just forget? Probably, you know, we all have that built in forgetter, but um, yeah, it's been a pretty, pretty cool ride for me so far. I think it's easy too, because again, like. I don't know. I guess it's kind of hard to explain. I feel like when you're so like enthusiastic and bought in to mm-hmm. like what you're doing and what you're building that it, you kind of forget. Cause there's been some really low times for me mm-hmm. um, that I've been laying in bed at night. I, I can remember two times specifically that I've been laying there and I'm like, I'm done with this. Like this is, oh, like, yeah. it, you know, this is stupid. <laughs> I don't know why I ever thought this would work and I'm, and I'm done. Yeah. And my wife has talked me off the ledge both times and yeah. I can't thank her enough yeah. for doing that because I literally was about to just send the emails out and say, sorry guys, oh. we're not going to get boxes this month. I'll be issuing you refunds and email boxes yeah. closed yeah. Uh, for business. So yeah. So yeah, I think, uh, you know, I think it's always good to remember like the hard times and the struggles, but yeah. I think as long as you, uh, as long as you're staying so motivated and driven yeah. that you don't really think about it. Yeah. Like you just, <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. And I, and I think too, um, it's the life of the entrepreneur, like, oh my God, this is amazing. And then it's like, oh my God, what the <laughs> yeah. heck am I doing? Yep. You know? And then, oh, it's okay. You know, the, the, like you said, the high highs and the low lows. And then there's the middle ground too of like, what, you know, is this actually going to work? You know? Um, and I, I do agree that, um, you know, just remembering like there's always tomorrow. Right. So I feel like crap today. I like nothing is working out today for me. Everything's going wrong with my business, let's say, but there's always tomorrow. It's a new day. Sure. And, you know, we usually feel better the next day when we're in a really low, low, or we're feeling like this is it. Okay. I can't do this anymore. Remember there's tomorrow, whether that's in business or with your personal life or whatever, because it, it usually gets better the next day. Sometimes it's just a matter of like, have you eaten? Have you drinking <laughs> yeah. any water? You know what I mean? Like this simple things in life. Have you, you're tired. You've mm-hmm. been up for a really long Get time. Rest. Get some sleep. Yeah. And I promise you'll feel better tomorrow. Like these are the things that I have to tell myself too, because I, you know, I love that you brought that up because that is the realness of, of life and running a business, whether you're running a business or you're living life, you know what I mean? And so remembering that, you know, keep moving forward, keep finding your passion, whatever it is. And, and don't give up before the miracle, you know, um, because there's so many miracles and so many good things for us to achieve and, and to be given to us if we're continuously doing the right thing. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's one thing that I like to kind of live by with a lot of things is like keep showing up. Yes. It's really, you know, obviously you need to put forth effort into anything that you want to be really successful into and work hard at it. But really a lot of times, as long as you just show up, yeah. Just keep showing up that, you know, you kind of figure out like what to do. Yeah. And that's, I've, 
I've learned that uh, in business and in being a dad um, yeah. and in trying to be, you know, like, be better physically, like in physical fitness, mm-hmm. um, things like that. Like just keep showing up. And, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. That's all you got to do. Keep showing up. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, awesome. um, do you, uh, do you have like a team? I know that you've, you know, as you've grown and stuff like that, um, yeah. you've probably had to add some help onto mm-hmm. staff or whatever. So do you have anybody that really pays, plays a big role in helping you, um, you know, be where you are and, and keep moving forward? Yeah. I mean, it actually, I get teary. It's so funny. I took all of my um, employees out to dinner at Christmas time and I started crying. And one of them was like, why are you crying? I'm like, I'm just so grateful. And the other girl was like, let her cry. She feels grateful. <laughs> so when you started to ask that, I started to get teary. I was like, nope, I'm not going to cry on this podcast. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do it. I have an amazing team of women. Right now we're just women. I did have a, um, a guy work for me before who was great, but I have a team of women right now um, that are incredible, you know, and they, <laughs> I've got one, she's the youngest one. And she is, uh, she does sales, she does fulfillment, she basically can run the show. And she kept keeps us all in line, really. Um, and I, I love her to death. And, um, and then we've got two other, um, I've got two other women that, um, you know, they really keep the ship rolling, man, because I couldn't do it by myself anymore. You know, um, just it, it, you know, it's a blessing to have so much work. And also I learned to delegate, which has been a huge thing. Cause that's also so hard to do. Um, especially for somebody like me, who's kind of controlling and like wants things to be a certain way. Um, and I don't feel like I'm the best leader in terms of like, um, well, not that I'm not the best leader, but I don't really like to manage people, <laughs> you sure. know? Yeah. Um, I don't love conflict and things like that. So that's been a big challenge for me. But overall, I have an amazing team and they, you know, they really know how to keep things rolling and, and um, really have helped me really actually together, we've been able to take Max Mac to, you know, a higher level. And I, and I see us moving forward and continuously growing bigger and bigger. So each year, so yeah, Yeah, good people makes, uh, (laughs) makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. So I'm curious personally where, like at what point in time did Mm. you say like, I can't do this anymore? Like, cause it's, it's a lot, you know, especially now, like my grandfather owned uh, a gas station, a service station for like 30 years. Mm -hmm. And I laughed myself sometimes because I'm like, and he probably wouldn't have this, but I feel like it would kind of be a necessity. But like, it's more than just answering phones now oh. and doing your accounting. And I mean, obviously, like dealing with customer service issues, putting out fires. Like, I feel like, you know, 25% of your day is just putting out fires, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's some sort of logistics crisis or it's a customer service issue or whatever. But like, yeah. you got to manage your social media. Um, your website goes down because you forget to pay your hosting bill. <laughs> You know, all things that have happened sure. to me before, sure. um, you know, and like, I just thinking forward for me, I'm like, man, I don't even know, like when it, was it, was it you finally saying like, I can't do this anymore? Or was it the fact that you found someone that you felt like you could trust with mm. your, you know, cause I, again, I've, I was having a conversation with somebody the other day about, um, about employees. And, uh, I heard another person say before, you know, it's difficult sometimes as an entrepreneur, you can get upset or angry with people 
uh, or with your employees because mm-hmm. you're like, why do you know, why, why would you do this or why would you do that? And well, it's like, it's kind of like asking somebody else to love your kids, like the exact same way that you do. Um, especially a stranger for, for that matter, somebody that you just hired because their resume looked good. Um, <laughs> it's kind of hard for you to see, I guess what they, they don't see the same thing you see with their business because they don't have, yeah. They haven't cried in bed at night about it. They yeah. haven't lost time with their spouse or their kids mm-hmm. over it. Um, so was it the fact that you found a good person first or is it the fact that you pulled your hair out and <laughs> you needed help? Yeah. I mean, I, I've had some really amazing people work with me and, um, and so there was that, but I also needed the help. And I've also had some situations where it just wasn't working out, you know? Sure. And, and so, um, I've had to take everything back and just do it myself because that's my mentality. All right, well, fine. I'll just do it all myself, you know? And, um, and so I, I feel like for a long time I thought, I mean, how am I going to find anybody? Because this is such a niche situation. Like, how am I going to find anybody that I can trust that is, you know, super detail oriented and, you know, this, that, and the other. I mean, my production manager, she's a dentist. She's a, you know, she has a career. She has a dental practice, but like, you want to talk about attention to detail? You know, like uh, that's what we're person. working with. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I lucked out in that, in that respect. And, and I think, you know, finding, I definitely found some good people in the last few years. Um, and that has changed everything. Um, it has made my life so much easier. And for me, you know, there's certain people that you can hire and train them and they can do a good job. And then there are people that just know what to do, Sure, you know, and I feel really fortunate to have a few people on my team that I can say, Hey, we have this event or, Hey, this needs to be done. And they know exactly how to do it. I don't have to tell them, you know what I mean? And, and, And some of that isn't really training. Some of that is just their experience and their mentality of wanting to do a good job and knowing what needs to be done. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like personally, I feel like those people are kind of rare, um, that you can find somebody that's like, all right, I'll be like, oh man, I forgot to tell her to get this. And I'll, I'll text her and be like, Hey, don't forget to get this for the event. And she's like, Oh, I already got it. I already got it. You know, and I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, this is, you know, like these people like help me on a daily basis and teach me how to run my business better because, you know, you can't do it alone. You know, I mean, we all like, I've had so many people help me like jar body butter and things and, and everybody does it differently. And then it's like, oh, wow, you can save money this way, or you can add, you know, quality this way, or, you know, we're going to, we're going to wipe the rim of that this, you know, I mean, just little details. And it's like, wow, that changes everything. Thank you for that. You know, but if it, if I kept it to myself and kept doing this thing all by myself, I wouldn't learn, you know? Well, I will say that I feel like that's a quality of a good leader. So maybe Mm. you're you know, a little too harsh on yourself about not being a good leader. Cause, uh, again, having the empathy, like leading with empathy, I think is, uh, you know, you're mm. always going to succeed if you put that first, they mm-hmm. are people, you know, first and foremost. Sure. So, yeah, yeah, that, that's, that can be, you know, one of my biggest challenges too is, um, I mean, I've learned over the years and I've gotten a lot better, but just being able to not be so lenient you know, because if you're super lenient, then you don't have as much, people aren't going to respect you as much, you know? And so I've had that experience as well. I've been taken advantage of because of my kindness. And so learning the balance between you can still be a kind, loving leader and also make sure that you set good boundaries and you assert yourself, Sure, you know? So yeah, that's, yeah. Cool. 
Well, I want to be respectful of your time because I know you got a million things to do. <laughs> I got stuff to do uh-huh. after this as well. Um, so lastly, I have a couple of closing questions that I would like you to answer for me. All right. One of them is, where do you see this going in the future? What's next for Max Smack? You know, I don't really... No. I mean, I definitely see us growing. Um, I would like to be in more Whole Foods stores and I'm pretty much sure that will happen. Um, And I'd like to, I don't know what the next level necessarily means other than just growing and having more accounts. Um, I definitely see more community involvement and, um, you know, I love to get out into the community and do things and, Mm -hmm. and, and things like that. So that's been a passion of mine too, is just to kind of bring the community together. Um, so with that being said, uh, I'd love to be able to like host events and, and things like that. And I'm, I'm in the works of doing that with my yoga business and with my skincare business. So cool. kind of merging and marrying the two and, and really, um, leading people toward wholeness and wellness. Excellent. And, yeah. So is there any thoughts for like a brick and mortar, like storefront down the road or are you still no. just content kind of, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's kind of a cool thing to think about, but it, it is, is really a tough I love to travel and, um, my, this is probably a really good excuse, but my thought is if I set up a brick and mortar, I have to be there all the time. That's true. And that's probably not necessarily true. Going back to, there are really good people that you can trust and hire to run your business. Um, but I think two people like to see the face of your business. And so if you have a brick and mortar, I would definitely want to be there because people appreciate that. Um, And I don't say that to like toot my own horn, but I just know from me personally as a consumer, if I'm buying your product and you're a small business, I want to buy, I mean, I'll buy it from your employees all day long, but I love to have a connection with you. Yeah, definitely. And people, people appreciate that. So I, um, I've definitely thought of brick and mortars, but also I don't know. Like, where's brick and mortar going? You know, that's, I don't know. I hear you drive through short pump and you wonder, well, I don't know. It's kind of a double edged sword with that place because like (laughs) half the stuff that was built originally, I guess, 10 years ago is like empty, but then they're just building farther and farther. (laughs) So so I don't know. But then I hear, I hear a lot of people say that, you know, things with Amazon and stuff have gotten so empty. Yeah. Buying online. Um, but I feel like you do a really good job of kind of marrying the two. Like you're still available locally. Mm-hmm. Um, people can run into you at Whole Foods or Owa Thompson's. Mm-hmm. Um, they can, you're easily reachable if they, you know, go to your website and, mm-hmm. and click contact us, I'm sure. So I think that, you know, I think it's a good, I think it's a good balance yeah. as you have right now. Yeah, I'm I'm good. I'm good doing this. And, and there, I mean, I have dreams again, I lay in bed at night too. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I have all these ideas and wow, I would put these plants here. And I mean, you know, I, I know what it would look like, sure. you know, but it it's, you know, I have three kids right now too. So my life is really, um, really beautiful and full and, and really, I hate to use the word busy, but my, my days are really jam packed. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I'm a taxi driver in the evening and a chef yeah. and all of those yeah. things, you know? So, right. so for right now in this time in my life, I really, um, I can lean on the people that work with me and, you know, they can help support where, where I fall short some days. And, um, and so for the future, you know, who knows, like, you know, the, the sky's the limit really. Yeah, that's, so that's excellent. I don't know. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, um, parting then anybody who hasn't heard of or used your products, um, where is the best place for them to find them locally? So like where, 
you probably have too many locations to list off the top of your head. So maybe that was a silly question. But, um, mm. but again, like we said, we're based um, in Mechanicsville, just outside of Richmond. So do you have, where is your farthest reach in Virginia? Like, um, well, we have locations in not just Virginia. Oh, but we're made in Virginia. I forgot. Let me stay in Virginia. Jeez. I, I already broke that when I was talking about people from North Carolina. Yeah. Not it's that, okay. No offense to anybody. Yeah. I love no, we, North Carolina Yes, we too, do. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say my farthest reach, ooh, Northern Virginia. Okay. DC area. Cool. Um, and that's at Whole Foods? Whole Foods. Yeah. yeah. And then there's a couple little uh, boutiques up there and that carry our products. And you can find everything under our stockist page on our website website uh, maxmac.com two s's m-a-c-s-s-m-a-c-k.com and um so yeah i mean my largest account is whole foods for sure um i've been pretty much any whole foods in virginia pretty much there's only a yeah yeah pretty much um and then lots of cute boutiques around town for posh sake sense of serenity organic spa if you haven't checked that out oh my gosh do yourself a favor (laughs) give your wife a gift card it's amazing um yeah you don't feel like you're actually here so you're like in some amazing island or (laughs) i don't even know where like dubai or something um and where else? Uh, Elwood Thompson's, of course, they okay, were my cool. first, um, my first account. So really, yeah, yeah. that's excellent. I yeah. love going to that place. Like, I know. They have so much cool stuff in there. Yeah, they're good. Um, they've been around for a long time and like yeah. talk about somebody that's done a great job of carving out a niche and like, yeah, right. you know, they would be a great guest to have on the show actually. Yeah, he's great. Um, yeah, but I think he's been doing this since 1989, 1989 I believe. Yeah, yeah, 30 years. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. and then, uh, shoot, I was going to, oh, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, over on Lakeside Avenue. Oh, I love yeah, Pulp Fiction. Great place. Yes. Another, another future guest. I hope. Oh, good. Oh, uh, yeah. Like to get her on the show. Yeah, so. she's awesome. Um. So yeah, pretty much. So even in like Newport News area, uh-huh. Whole Foods yep. shops. Okay. So mm-hmm. yeah, guys, you can head to any Whole Foods uh, location and grab yourself yeah. some Max Smacks. And again, uh, Max Smack. <laughs> you Max did Smacks. it. Yes. It's kind of a tongue twister. It totally is. Yeah. yeah for um, sure. And so the line two is primarily for ladies, but the lip balm is completely unisex. And well, in the generic. ultimate fix balm, if you're, you know, especially if your CrossFitter friends are listening, yes. lots of yep. CrossFitters, rock climbers, um, love that. So yeah, we've got some body butters and actually the face stuff. I mean, the employees here, like, um, you know, and, in our other businesses, they, they eat it up. They use the face, the guys use the face care products oh, too. Really? So yeah, it's, it's definitely unisex. No. Um, and okay. that's, you know, look at the packaging. That's kind of why I did the packaging the way I did because you can't really tell it doesn't look like it's really for women only gotcha. you know so anybody it's for everybody oh well, thank you for educating yes. me on that then now my uh, wife's gonna be mad because I'm gonna be squeezing that uh mixer <laughs> on my face that's right yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good that's and, right uh, we don't discriminate no perfect. way yeah and so um Instagram probably the best most active social media channel for the business yeah is it at max smack mm-hmm. two s's excellent and yeah you got a Facebook page I guess to uh-huh. do anything on YouTube at all no. How-to videos? No. No, not yet. TikTok? I'm working on it. Yeah. <laughs> Just trying to learn those dances. <laughs> well, you do a I lot need- of great how-to videos on your story, and I feel like that would be a great um, yeah. TikTok uh yeah. You know, piece of content. Well, we got to get so, a dance. So maybe you can be, we could do a uh, dance I together at one. Dance no? Stuff. no. I have it, an 11 year old daughter and she, she does it. eats it up. Yeah, yeah. She loves it. I'm trying to get my boys to do it with me. I'm sure they're, they're not into <laughs> it. They're like, okay, mom. It's fun. It's yeah. pretty fun. Platform. I know. You know, I think yeah. that it's going to be, it's going to be pretty big. I agree. Once more people get a hold of it. Yeah. I just have to learn it. You know, this 39 yep. year old is like, wait, <laughs> what? What's happening here? Well, if you're over 30 on that thing, they call you a boomer. Awesome. So, yeah. Okay. I didn't yeah, even I know. Think that's the joke on there. Yeah. <laughs> is if you're over 30. Because nice. most of the 
users on there are younger. Yeah. Um, both I have a 16 year old daughter and 11 year old and, uh, they, uh, they're both on there. And I think that that's kind of the demographic that's, that's in there right now, but yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. All right. Well, awesome. Mackenzie, thank you so much for your time thank today. You it was great so talking much. to you. And yeah. um, yeah, guys, check it out. Max smack. Um, and we'll be back for episode three soon. Awesome. Good Thanks luck. For listening. Thank you so much.